0: Welcome back to a new episode of the Young African Millennial Podcast. Um, I have been super busy, so very irregular with the episodes. I have to get a routine. Twenty twenty, I have not been as disciplined as I wish I had. Um, but that being said, thank you for listening. Um, I apologize for the inconsistency, but I'm here, and I will make sure to do better from wherever you're listening thank you for joining Um, really I've been soaking in you know after after the passing of Kobe everything that happened it's been very interesting for me to observe the dynamics um, between the genders within the community and how it almost felt like a clash between black women and black men, um, but more so, I've been really impressed by the outcome as well because I feel like we're fi- you know we're finally at a corner of so-called cancel um, culture where we've. We're figuring out the formula to reinsert people after they mess up. You know what I'm saying? Um, with the way that Snoop came back and apologized, and he was a good apology. None of this. Um, I'm offended. You know, I'm sorry if you feel offended, or I. You know, I'm sorry for your anger, but I said what I said. It was actually. An apology with substance, he felt genuine, so it was a good apology. You couldn't watch that apology from Snoop and, um, you know, not be like, man, whatever. Like, we're good, Snoop. And by the way, for those who are not caught up with everything I'm talking about, of course, we lost Kobe. Gail King had an interview with Lisa Leslie where she asked about. Kobe's um, case in Colorado, um, rape case, dismissed by the way, and the internet blew up, got mad at Gail, and Snoop was one of the big celebs who voiced his anger towards Gil and he used some very derogatory terms to um, call her out of her name, right? So that blew back on him because of course, you shouldn't just call um, an amazing black woman, especially one with quite a record for her involvement um, with the community over the years out of her name because you borderline didn't like the way she did her job. And she did come back and had an explanation, blamed the network for the way the energy was cut, um, which made a lot of sense but also wasn't quite, um, she wasn't quite taking ownership of the fact that in the end, whether they cut the clip and took, you know, posted it out of context, she did ask the question and it was a choice that she made. So you know with the back and forth, everyone had their opinions I honestly saw all kind of reactions online between the intelligent um, very calm, very um, sophisticated thought leaders, male, who were saying basically we can disagree with what Gail did and come, you know, to her with a more with a nicer approach, basically you don't have to call Yellow Beach to tell her that what she did was wrong. There was a crew that was like, well, we know what you know we know who Snoop is that's how he talks. He didn't mean any harm. Why should we um, chew our words and you know walk around people's feelings when obviously the people we care about at the moment are the Brian's fa- uh, family. But then there were the people that were like, you know, um, she's a journalist, she didn't do anything wrong, she didn't um, take it out of context, it was all justified, she did her job. And you know, I appreciated all perspectives, even the Earth Gale, you know, the passion was there. I think that as a the people we're finally coming around and getting a balance for this um cancel culture that we're in which to me people call it cancel culture but really i feel like for the first time um the power is in the end of in, in the ends of the people and the media follows the narrative of social media so when there's a big offense that is being made and people react and decide to so you know air quotes cancel you um you're dealing with the repercussions of your acts. i cannot name a single person that was so-called canceled that is really no longer working no longer making money things of that nature i can't think of any single person maybe i'm wrong but when you think of Kanye, when you think of, I mean, if they weren't, if they're not working now, they weren't popping before. Like when I think of Stacey Dash, she was never highly Berry. she was never Issa Rae, she was never a successful actress out there. She didn't have anything going on. So as a matter of fact, her trying to be the, you know, the puppet voice of the Tea Party or whatever her affiliation and nonsensical habits were, she was trying to make money off of her blackness and now that she's no longer you know seeing her i don't think that she was canceled she never had traction to begin with as for the rest of people you know people like kanye west for example they're doing just fine they're doing quite well actually you know so i don't i i think that people confuse um, not being in anymore as in you know your name is now synonymous with something else with you know they confuse that with failure when you think of someone like kevin hart yes every time now his name comes up you no longer think of him as you, you no longer only think of him as the funny guy um the comedian but at the same time, those negative associations have not stopped him from being in movies, carrying projects, being a Hollywood star. Um, the only thing that was taken from him was presenting the Oscars. It's not a big. It's not a big deal to me. It's like very low on the scale of repercussions. I think of people who mess up at their jobs every day at work and lose their entire livelihoods um some of them without even warnings you know although in many spaces in many places it's illegal but i'm saying that these are wealthy people with yes a stain on their reputation but i'm glad that we're getting to the point where we can call people out on their mistake and then give them space to apologize um after they've apologized, welcome back and just, you know, expose the records, move on. With someone like Snoop, you cannot tell me that, um, you know, that that moment. I just, I like where, where we're going, you know. He uh, goes left on um, Gail, he comes back, apologizes uh, to her, she accepts it. Uh, she takes ownership for her uh, sus line of questioning. It's, it's good. You know, the, the atmosphere is balanced. The vibes are, are you know, restored. I, I, I just like where we're going with this. Um, so it's interesting. It truly is. I don't have any heartache. take. I think everything that could be said about this topic has been said. And I'm just glad that, you know, we're moving on. I'm glad that we're coming back to, or at least that we're focused, I like that we're focused on um, the life and accomplishments of Kobe. I really like that his family had a private funeral ceremony for him. And Gigi, I, I think a lot of time um, celebrities get, To lose their humanity when their families their estate tries to you know satisfy the masses so I'm glad that in in, in an instance as shocking as this one there's the privacy of the family that's protected no pictures I really like it I have no idea if if down the line they will do a full ceremony but this is about the people that it should be about um what else did i miss other than that um oh yeah so i wanted to talk about the way we portray ourselves or no not the way we portray ourselves online but the things we put online i'm not one to care about how um, much but i think that a little <laughs> It's funny how like a few posts here and they can really reveal people's character um, When you feel comfortable taking a picture of a random person and Shaming them because they're taking too much time at an ATM, for example That's not cool It says way more about you than you know But then then you're realizing there's a lack of compassion, a lack of respect, There's, it says a lot, so I, I'm not talking about like showing your ass or making sex joke, I don't care, those are superficial things, it doesn't relate to a person's character, to a person's value, at least in my opinion, so I could not care less about these kind of things, it's funny to me when like people, um, especially on Twitter, uh, they self-esteem. Where people, you know, are like, Oh, I'm going to show this to your parents or Je t'es pas, huh? I don't care. I'm actually like very entertained and I feel like everyone gets to let their wild side. you know. Twitter is for like jokes. So it's fun. It's banter. Um, Instagram is where we're all living our best life. Everything is perfect on IG. And then Facebook is family oriented. You go there if you want to see your family, post all other pictures, you want to partake in the political conspiracies, you go on Facebook. Facebook is, Facebook is a lot. I am not a Facebook, um, participants, so whatever. But that being said, my point is that let's be a little more cognitive, a little more cognizant of, um, the things that we put out there because yeah, and most of us will not tell you like that was trash because most of us are nuts, are just internet you know, buddies. Hopefully people around you who are close to you when you put something that is just heartless, inappropriate, um, just wrong, call you out on it. But let's just keep that in mind. I think that we can afford a little bit a little bit more um, compassion and love in the way that we treat each other and so those lo- those moves say a lot about you know people so just watch out for the stuff that you put online you know I will just say that what else this episode is very much unstructured I just have a lot of I just wanted to put out something and say the things that I had to say um what else did I want to mention oh Valentine's Day Valentine's Day was boring for me but it was really cute to see all of you guys online all the couples all the love things I loved everything, you know. So, Valentine's Day was actually really cool for everyone who celebrated um, Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day. I'm one of those people who feel like you should just let people have their things. Like, we don't need to have a Galentine's Day just because it's Valentine's Day. And I say that as a very single person, okay? Let Valentine's Day be about people who are in love and work couple let them have their things you know um every other day could be a celebration but if you celebrate Valentine's day i have no problem with it hopefully you had fun i didn't do anything i went to work i came back i ordered food it was just a typical friday for me i watched some stuff um on netflix i you know enjoy some uh, me time that was it so but it was really cool to see everything that all the teddy bears and the chocolates and all the cute couples online it was it was fun i enjoyed that part so i was living vicariously through all of you so hopefully you guys had a very lovely valentine's day um oh and it was super sweet the videos of fathers gifting things to their little daughters or you know sisters whatever i i enjoyed all the all the affection all the show-offs it was it was cute so happy related valentine's day hopefully everyone had a great time it was a regular day for me but i still had a i still was happy you know what else what else what else what else what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, it made me the, the threads that I saw. Um, Fatou was basically talking about how inspirational her mom was. Her mom had her um, very, um you know, very young. She kept going um, to school. She She had a business. People were talking. But she basically never listened to them, and at even just recently, her mom like keeps adding degrees and pursuing her um, her path. All while she, you know, being married to um, her dad. All while people, because now she's successful, are under the impression that you know she's just her husband's wife. People get still get surprised when they walk into classrooms or exam rooms and see her, um, because they just expect that the positions that she's in are are jobs um, that are just given to her. And it made so much sense because the girl herself is such a fighter, and it's such. C'est tellement une battante. C'est tellement super super focused super uh, About her business like she's really about her business, you know And I was like man the apple did not fall far from the tree at all And I think a lot of us have a lot of traits from our parents Their lives their come-ups it all affects us And I think either we're similar to them or we're like the opposite of them and whichever um way you are you just have to be aware that this is a thing we talk a lot about um, birth order and traits and astrological signs but the way we were raised everything about our upbringing literally defines who we are how we approach things the qualities that we have the the things we lack in our characters our pitfalls it's all there um so just celebrate what you have, recognize It's it's good to spend some time thinking about your parents Life their um, Just the way they do things What they believe in, their values And think about how much of that you've absorbed How much of that you've eaten up and made your own And just review whether this is something you want to be tapping into your your power, tap into your heritage, it's all in there and you have to um, either be able to build on it or dissociate yourself from it if it's toxic, right? Um, I'm really mad now, I'm going to, I'm going to literally text her, I wanted to read it like she was so inspirational this morning, and then she deletes it. What the hell? Anyway, that's her choice. She should do what she wants. But yeah, so this was a super random episode. I will have a new one next week, and every every other week from there, I think it's probably more reasonable um rhythm for now. But I also am in the process of um restructuring a lot of things in my life and i appreciate the patience i appreciate the follow-up i appreciate you listening to this um episode of the young african millennial podcast be sure to share subscribe listen to every episode i am truly a working process just like you and um see you next week peace